0: Story Six of Bumper the White Rabbit This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elaine Conway, England. Bumper the White Rabbit by George Ethelbert Walsh. CHAPTER Six Bumper and Carlo the little white rabbit found a home already waiting for him in the prettiest corner of the garden but before that the red-haired girl harnessed him to a ribbon and let him eat grass and vegetables to his heart's content wherever he took a fancy to go edith lost her appetite apparently in watching her pet eat well, she wouldn't go in to breakfast, even after the nurse had called her several times. But finally, when her mother came out and took her by the hand, she obeyed. Can't I take the rabbit in with me? she asked. No, dear, put him in the pen over there. He'll be quite content alone. So Bumper found himself alone in the garden, or rather in a pen shut off from the rest of the garden by stout chicken wire there was a box in back of the pen filled with soft grass and straw and a tin pan filled with fresh water there was such a variety of things to eat that he kept nibbling first a carrot then a cabbage then a blade of grass then some corn then a piece of bread then some crackers then a red beet then a spear of grass again and so on through all the long list of good things it was such a mixture that he was never sure just what he had in his mouth it was just as if a boy or girl had crammed the mouth full of gumdrops chocolates fudge lollipops taffy peppermint lemon and winter green drops and a few pieces of fruit-cake by way of change how could he or she tell just what the teeth were munching on bumper tasted them all and thought that each one was sweeter and better than the other but when he got around to the end of his circle he had to begin all over again to see if they didn't all taste better the second time My, it was a feast that made his eyes open and his stomach swell like a toad's trying to swallow a gnat edith came out so soon that bumper knew right away that she hadn't eaten much breakfast and half of it was in her hands and apparently the other half was on her face instead of being in her stomach where it should have been do you like bread and jam she asked poking the bread she had been eating at bumper like a well-bred rabbit bumper stuck his nose up and sniffed at the dainty proffered him but when he got some of the jam on his nose he hopped away and sneezed it was gooseberry jam and bumper hated gooseberries although he had never tasted of them before oh you funny bunny exclaimed the girl why don't you like jam then she caught a reflection off her face smeared with jam in the pan of water and she laughed happily I don't wonder you don't like it on your face, Bumper, she said. It does look awful, doesn't it? My, I must have nearly a quart on my face. Then she began cleaning her lips and chin, using Bumper's pan of water for a washbasin. Bumper didn't object to this, but he did hope she'd remember to change it and give him clean water to drink. Even gooseberry jam water wasn't his liking early in the morning edith was carried away by the nurse for her lessons and then her music teacher appeared and bump could hear her fine small voice singing in accompaniment to the piano after that she came into the garden again to play with, but she was soon called away to lunch and then she had to go walking with her mother and it was nearly sundown when she returned her first thought was of the rabbit she came running pell-mell across the garden to greet him have you missed me bumper she asked squatting down on the grass in her new white dress i've been awfully lonely without you i do hate music lessons and visiting i wish i could stay here all the time with you and maybe eat grass and green things and grow fat and white like you i wonder how it feels to be a rabbit Yes, I believe next to being a little girl, I'd rather be a rabbit than anything else. Rabbits don't have to work or study or sing or do anything. Goodness, what an easy time you have of it. Bumper thought so too, and he began to swell up with pride. He was a very young rabbit, and he was easily flattered. He wanted to tell her that he would rather be a white rabbit than a girl with red hair when the nurse called Edith to dinner, and she had to leave him. It was a beautiful moonlit night, and Bumper wasn't a bit sleepy. What rabbit could be in such a wonderful garden, with the moon shining down upon it? Bumper danced around in his small pen, and sat upon his hind legs, as if praying to the moon. But in reality, he was trying to see how high the wire fence was, and wondering if he could jump over it. He had tried all day to nibble through it and dig under it, but the wire had only hurt his teeth while giving way a particle. If he was going to get out so he could run around the garden, he would have to do it by jumping clear over the wire fence. He tried it once and fell short by several inches. He got a hard jolt in doing it and rubbed his head where it hit the earth. But the next time he nearly reached the top, i can do it with a few more trials he said happy at the thought of his freedom i'll surprise the little girl when she hunts for me in the morning he hopped back a few feet and then took a flying leap and landed plump on the top of the fence the wire caught him in the middle of the stomach and there hung for a moment undecided which way to fall but he kicked with his hind feet and that seemed to upset his balance for he plunged head first down and landed on the other side in a wild somersault well that wasn't exactly graceful he said but i'm here and that's where i wanted to be now i'll explore the garden by moonlight first he ran to the vegetable garden and nibbled at whatever he could find but he was really so full he couldn't eat much more then he frisked around on the lawn playing with his tail and trying to jump as high up in the air as he could it was great fun and bumper panted with joy then suddenly out of the dark shadows of the garden something large fierce and frightfully noisy came bounding toward him bumper stood stock-still until a deep baying sound told him that it was carlo the big dog whose barking under the bedroom window had disturbed his sleep the night before with a bound bumper leaped over a rose-bush and started for his pen in the corner but carlo took the bush in a powerful leap and made a grab for his neck with his paws bumper squealed with fright and turned to the left to find shelter under some prickly gooseberry bushes carlo yelped with pain when the thorns of the bushes stuck in his nose and from that moment bumper began to like gooseberries but the chase was not over carlo drove him out of the bushes and chased him across the lawn into the garden bumper tried to hide behind a cabbage but carlo saw his white head and pantsed upon him he missed by an inch and bumper now terribly frightened and panting for breath made a dive for a big dark hole that suddenly opened directly into his pathway he ran in this as fast as he could carlo followed a short distance and then got stuck black hole grew smaller at the other end, and Bumper felt that he was safe for the present. "'My, what a narrow escape!' he said, panting for breath. "'Now, how am I ever going to get out again? "'Carlo will pants on me if I stick my nose out. "'I guess the best thing I can do is sleep in here, "'and in the morning go out when Edith calls me. "'She'll keep Carlo away.' "'And with this remark he rolled up in a ball and went to sleep. "'End!' of Story 6.